Lampard out. Arsenal surviving. Money night. The underdogs. What's up guys, it's TK442 here bringing you another episode. Let's get straight into the game week 15, starting with Leicester versus Man United. This was a well-crafted match and uh, both teams needed to win, but both teams performed really well. Especially Man United, I was very surprised with Man United's performance against Leicester uh, due to the fact that they did not perform really good against the top six teams recently, especially the one against Tottenham. But Man United are surprising this, uh, this season actually. They're doing well. Uh, the draw against Leicester which I believe they should have won uh, comfortably uh, due to the amount of chances that Man United created in the first half. One was very, um, very good chance actually. There was a chance from uh, Bruno Fernandes which which a, a little chip, uh, like a lob into uh, Rashford when Rashford headed it. I don't know what was he heading it to be honest. His form is not the greatest at the moment in terms of uh, finishing. He's, he's looking like Martial. Uh, but he did uh, manage to score one goal, Rashford. Uh, good on that. But overall, 2-2, and this keeps the title very intact in terms of uh, the top uh, top, top three, top four. So, yeah, going into the next match, which is going to be on uh, Aston Villa, is Crystal Palace. Aston Villa has shown their full potential again. Uh, Crystal Palace is underperforming uh, in this sense, and Aston Villa are showing their capability by scoring three goals against them. And Aston Villa, like I said, they are a strong team and a dangerous team to play against. Uh, moving on to the next one, which is Fulham, which is Southampton. Southampton and Fulham, not really much you can talk about this. Uh, in terms of performance-wise, nothing really going into plan for both. And there was a couple of chances to hear it then, but that's pretty much it. None were capitalised by each of the teams. I was expecting Southampton to win, but um, yeah, didn't win. And it's a good draw for Fulham. They're getting points uh, here then. Uh, one against Liverpool last time and uh, now against Southampton. But the key game of the week is Arsenal versus Chelsea. Chelsea look like a team on paper going to destroy Arsenal. But Arsenal, mate, I don't know what they're doing at the moment. They're doing their trick at the moment to stay intact. I'm 100% sure that if Atasa didn't win that match against Chelsea, a London derby, he would have been sacked. Even though he won two trophies in the less quick amount and stuff like that. His performance, even now, is still not great. Even winning after Chelsea. Uh, but it was a good win. Very good win. 3-1 against Chelsea. A top team like that. Chelsea is a team to watch out for. However, they were off the colours in that in that game. And you can't really uh, penalise them for the performance. Uh, but you have to just say how well uh, Arsenal played. However, this brings into question that if Arsenal are really back, in terms of performances, they played really well against Chelsea, but are they really back? Are they going to be consistently playing like this? Because there's only been one match, and Chelsea was just off the colours, to be honest. Um, they just didn't really play. So, are Arsenal back? Can Arsenal perform? Listen, like Lacazette like starts to scoring. Aubameyang didn't even start the game. He was coming on from the bench. So, mate, to be honest, I don't think Arsenal are back. We just need to give them time to see if they are. If they go back to uh, the old colours again in terms of performance, they will be relegated. Simple as that. And uh, Atata will be actually uh, sacked. So, um, not sure about that. 
but uh, not even really sure about how um, Arsenal are going to get out of this uh, 15th to even 10th place and come to the top 7. They can actually qualify for Europa. But bringing this back to Chelsea and looking at Chelsea overall form this performance doesn't really give a clear picture of how they're performing recently. Uh, they have been doing well. They did get the couple of losses which... Uh, was disappointing and especially a, another loss against Arsenal who has not been performing well. It's a huge boost for Arsenal but it will be a huge downer for uh, Chelsea in terms of losing a derby against a team that is not really doing well and uh, it just shows that Chelsea needs time in terms of rebuilding the team and uh, they just need to get the chemistry right. They are going to be a team that's going to be title winners in the next two to three years I believe but at the moment they are just working at the moment in terms of building a great team. So um, that's all I can say from that game. Arsenal should get the uh, confident boost, but should not be over cocky. I've seen a lot of Arsenal fans saying that they're the best team in London and stuff like that. But listen, you're on 14th place now. You still need to be progressing. I see a lot of fans of Arsenal are actually happy again. It's, it's good to see that they're happy. But um, you're... Taking this win as have you won the Premier League or the Champions League, it's just one win. Yes, it's a big win for you because you haven't been winning recently. And yes, you need to be celebrating each win. But however, you haven't won the title. It's just one win. And Arsenal fans are happy for once, to be honest, for the season. And hopefully Arsenal can make them happy more by winning more games. So uh, moving on to the next game, Man City with Newcastle, you can't really say much about that. Man City had this in the bag from the start and uh, got one goal early and then got another goal as well. So Man City obviously knew that they had this game in hand and uh, they utilised it. Uh, Man City are not scoring a lot of goals this season, uh, not high goals actually. Uh, they're getting enough to win the match so that's pretty much good for them and it's 2-0 for them in that sense which is a three crucial points for them as well uh, next match was Sheffield United with Everton Everton man they're back in form man they're back in form listen it's only been one goal against Sheffield United but I'm saying man Everton are back in form and uh, they are doing well would love to see how far they go this season in terms of performance that can even get to the top four at the moment, they look like they can get to the top four, but the top four is very, very difficult at the moment. The top two is actually very difficult at the moment, uh, which we come up to because Liverpool draw the match today, which I believe they should have won easily. I mean, I don't know how they're drawing against the uh, bottom league teams, but uh, we'll get onto that. So moving on to the Sunday games and starting with Leeds versus Burnley. Leeds getting the crucial wins. As I said, Leeds... Um, are a very attacking based team but that gameplay was totally different uh, in terms of Leeds performance I thought it was going to be a high scoring game but it was just 1-0 uh, getting the crucial point is more than having a lot of attacking abilities and conceding a lot so um, yeah Leeds played a smarter game in that sense and uh, got the crucial 3 points and 1-0 uh, was enough for them for that sense uh, West Ham versus Brighton. West Ham, mate, they're a bit slacking at the moment in terms of the draws and the loss they are getting against teams. Uh, West Ham did draw against Brighton. Um, Performance-wise, I believe they were better. But however, in terms of the goal line, uh, that which matters, uh, they just only got one point, and uh, that's pretty much it. And 
going to the Liverpool match, man. Liverpool, man, what are you guys doing, man? Listen, this is this is terrible. Uh, getting uh, a a draw against West Brom, a lower down tier team again. Um, what we supposed to be actually like destroying these teams and going ahead, but we are not doing that at the moment, and we would be way ahead of them if we start winning them uh, draws that we are losing at the moment. So we need to stop getting the draws and stop winning these easy games and go way ahead of the other teams in the Premier League, which we can do. I believe that the weakest point for our team at the moment is our defence. Matip is good. Uh, Fabinho is a very good defender, but we do need a proper, proper defender with Fabinho at the moment because Van Dijk doesn't look like he's going to be returning anytime soon. So moving into the last game of game week 15, which was a surprising list. I, I like the way that Spurs plays, but at the moment, they highly, highly rely on Son and Kane. Although they didn't score that match, but yeah, they just rely on Son and Kane. And it's actually a good draw for Wolves against a top team like Spurs. It's very good. And uh, that's pretty much it. It's a very boring match. I was expecting it to be a high-scoring match, but... Spurs are going back to the old ways at the moment, and um, if they don't like changes, if Mourinho doesn't change his tactics and stuff, and uh, start scoring more goals and getting these wins uh, against decent teams, I think Wolves is a decent team at the moment. They're not a threatening team like other teams such as uh, Leicester or even Man United are looking very, very threatening. And uh, yeah, Wolves are not a threatening team, and they're not even getting the wins for that. So um, let's quickly wrap up the week in terms of the top four. Starting with Liverpool, who are in top place with 32 points. Second place, Everton with 29 points. Leicester in third place with 28 points. And Man United with one game in hand, they're in 27 points. So if they win the one game in hand, they will go straight to second points. And Man United are looking like a team that could actually be title winners for this Premier League because they are only two points behind if they win the next game in terms of uh, 15 games played. So yeah, Man United are a huge underdog at the moment. Now I'm going into FPL and looking at the FPL performance for this week and uh, it doesn't look very great for myself but uh, CFC News is doing really well. In fact, let's actually start with his points. He had 52 points for this week. And that's pretty good compared to how much I got, which was only 46. Uh, looking like who got the most points for him it is Martinez, who got 10 points for him. Bramford, which also got 8 points. And Sterling, who was the vice captain. And more so that he was the captain for him, as well as myself, actually, who only got 4 points. But likewise, these were the highest points who he got. And well done to him. He got 52 points. Where I only got, uh, I believe, was 46 points. But if you look at the most points which I uh, achieved in this uh, week was also from Martinez and Bramford, who got me uh, 10 points for Martinez and Bramford, who got 8. This week has been slacking in terms of averages. For this week is 41 and the highest point considering it's 110 who someone has achieved already but uh yeah cfc's news is catching up slowly by slowly and he predicted that he would catch up by in january 
But let's see that how that goes. So if you like this podcast, make sure you like the podcast on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. If you're listening to this on any platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts, um, just make sure you follow us and uh, show your support. Until then, thank you very much and have a beautiful day.